0: RTHK, the news at 11 with Andrew Shirofsky. Tonight's headlines, the reported death toll after a Hong Kong registered ship sank off the coast of Japan rises to eight, including six Chinese nationals. A University of Hong Kong microbiologist calls for an independent inquiry into the government's response to the pandemic. And the Hong Kong Rabbit Society warns that more rabbits could be abandoned this year after increased purchases during the Lunar New Year. Eight people are dead, including six Chinese nationals after a Hong Kong-registered cargo ship sank in waters off the coast of Japan, a Chinese diplomat has told state media. The Jin Tian sent a distress signal on Tuesday evening from a position around 110 kilometers west of some uninhabited islands in southwestern Japan. The diplomat said of 13 people found, eight have been confirmed dead, of whom six are Chinese. University of Hong Kong microbiologist Yuen Kwok-Yung has called for an independent inquiry into the government's response to the COVID-19 outbreak so the city can be prepared for the next pandemic. Speaking on a commercial radio program, he noted that an investigation was done after the SARS outbreak in 2003, which resulted in the establishment of the Center for Health Protection. This time around, he said there was obviously room for improvement in contact tracing and isolation arrangements especially with regard to elderly care homes. We saw 12,000 to 13,000 deaths.
1: Why don't we conduct a thorough investigation and clarify what we should do in future?
0: Speaking for myself, if I'm unlucky, as an infectious disease expert, I might see a third pandemic during my lifetime. Hong Kong must be prepared for it. The Hong Kong Rabbit Society says that up to 50 pet rabbits are abandoned each year in Hong Kong and that it's concerned these numbers could rise given increased purchases of rabbits during the Lunar New Year. Bonnie Look, a volunteer, said people should understand the commitment that's required before they decide to adopt.
1: They have to consider they are taking in a life for years, like not two or not three or maybe 10 or 14 years. So they might be an issue that they have to have a long-term commitment. Second, like the medical fee, like Medical fee for animal or even pets may be very. A lot of the people may think that, oh, I bought a rabbit for a few hundred bucks, but then, yeah, it will take like 20 or 30,000 for to well, on a medical bill, so there must be an issue there. And also, uh, they might need to understand that the issue of like how to take care of it is a day-to-day work you have to maintain the cage and all those
0: things the new people's party has called on the government to spend carefully on major infrastructure projects over the next two decades the financial secretary paul chan recently warned that hong kong's fiscal deficit deficit could hit $100 billion this year. Speaking after setting out its budget demands to the finance chief, the party's chairwoman, Regina Ip, said authorities must ensure Hong Kong's economy can afford to fund massive developments such as the northern metropolis and various planned rail projects.
1: The government needs to calculate very carefully over the next 20 years the amount of funding required for infrastructure, whether our economy has the capacity to cope with it because with so many projects taking place at the same time that will push up construction costs, labor costs, project management costs, whether we have sufficient resources for it other than money and also to set the priorities.
0: Turning overseas, an Iranian minister has suggested that more tolerance be shown to Iranian women not wearing the mandatory hijab, as anti-government protests there continue. Azatollah Zagami, who is the tourism and heritage minister, said that in order to develop tourism and improve social life, greater discretion should be shown towards the Iranian people. He advised men who were aroused by women without a headscarf to close their eyes. And turning to the weather... Mainly cloudy and cool in the morning with a temperature of about 15 degrees, becoming fine and dry with a high of about 18 degrees. Tomorrow night, the temperature will dip to 13 degrees in urban areas, slightly lower in the new territories. Moderate easterly winds becoming northerlies tomorrow and strengthening gradually. Turning to the outlook, fine, dry, and cold in the following couple of days, this weekend, the minimum temperature will be about 10 degrees in urban areas and, of course, a couple of degrees lower in the new territories. Currently at the observatory, the temperature is 17 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity humidity is standing at 72%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Hong Kong holidaymakers in Japan have had to battle some pretty bad weather there. Heavy snow has wreaked havoc in many parts of the country, disrupting traffic and forcing many visitors to change their itineraries. But according to Yun Chun-ning, chairman of WWPKG Holdings, a tour operator, the situation this time hasn't been as bad as in previous years.
1: We have around 1,300 passengers in Japan during Chinese New Um, Around 55 tours. About 20 percent, or 20 to 30, I would say, were affected by the weather. Yeah, to a different extent they were affected, but nothing like very severe. Like in the past, have to like stay, like, has, has to be trapped in the airport, or have to like uh, stuck in the highway in the buses, or have to like. Take the night, uh, like, um, uh, stay the night um, uh, on the highway in the bus. Nothing like that this time. So, yeah, fortunately.
0: The Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, has marked Australia Day by acknowledging the challenges of the holiday for the country's indigenous peoples. Australia Day on January the 26th has traditionally been celebrated and celebrated the arrival of European settlers at Sydney Harbour in 1788 and has typically been observed with beach parties and backyard barbecues. But this year thousands have protested the increasingly divisive national day as the public debates whether the country's indigenous population should be reg- recognized in the constitution. Speaking to the media, Mr Albanese acknowledged Australia's changing nature.
1: Today's a day that's important to celebrate who we are, but also to recognise uh, the changing nature of Australia. The fact that we begin and trace our history back over 60,000 years should be a source of great pride. Today is a difficult day for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, and and that uh, is acknowledged. And one of the things that, that, in my view, Uh, Every year uh, the fact that indigenous culture is celebrated is a very positive thing.
0: Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna says three firearms and a motorcycle have been recovered in the investigation of a shooting in Monterey on Saturday night in which 11 people were killed and nine others were wounded when a 72-year-old gunman opened fire. Mr. Luna said the firearm taken from the suspect is believed to be the weapon used in the mass shooting. The third weapon was found by authorities serving a search warrant. The sheriff also said that a motorcycle was found one block from the crime scene. We recovered uh, one a firearm from the scene at Alhambra. Uh, That's well documented about where the young man took the gun away from the suspect. Uh, When the suspect committed suicide, he shot himself. Uh, That was a second firearm, and the third firearm was recovered. Uh, It was a rifle that was recovered from his home in Hemet. Monterey Park police officers recovered a motorcycle That motorcycle was registered to our suspect. It was located one block south of the crime scene. Homicide investigators determined that the motorcycle was parked there just prior to the mass murder. Investigators believe it was placed there by the suspect as an alternative getaway vehicle. Ukraine has again come under attack from Russian drones and missiles a day after Germany and the United States agreed to supply it with modern tanks. The mayor of Kiev said one person had been killed and two wounded in a strike on a non-residential building. Energy facilities were also hit. Yuri Sak is an advisor to Ukraine's defense minister. We
1: are now the target of, I think this is number 13, massive missile strike. Overnight, there have been launches of 24 Shahed Iranian drones. They've been all downed by Ukrainian Air Force units. And since morning, we've had the missile strikes. Missiles are being intercepted, some of them by our air defense capabilities.
0: The European Commission has referred six EU countries to the bloc's top court, accusing them of failing to prevent invasive alien species from damaging nature on the continent. It says Bulgaria, Greece, Italy, Portugal, Latvia, and Ireland haven't done enough to combat the problem. The BBC's Danny Aberhart reports. Europe is under invasion by aliens, animal or plant species that humans introduce into areas where they're not native. Some invasives drive indigenous species towards extinction locally. The Asian hornet, accidentally introduced less than 20 years ago, preys on honeybees affecting pollination. The Commission reminds EU states that they're legally obliged, under a regulation that's been enforced for years, to take action to prevent new invasives and eradicate or control those already established established and it's turning to the courts in an attempt to turn the tide. The frontrunner in this weekend's runoff election for the Czech presidency has taken to social media to deny rumors he was dead. Peter Pavel, a retired NATO general, said he felt compelled to respond. Also a fake copy of his website was put online, ostensibly announcing the sad news of his death from heart failure. General Pavel has referred the matter to the police. Hong Kong's exports have fallen for an eighth consecutive month and by the biggest margin since since at least 2019. Overseas shipping fell 28.9% in December when compared to a year ago. For the whole of 2022, exports dropped by 8.6% from the previous year. A government spokesman said the deeper fall in December reflected a deteriorating external environment and continued disruption to cross-boundary land transportation. In December, exports to the mainland slumped more than 30%, while exports to other major Asian markets also fell. Local blue chips were up considerably today as traders returned from an extended Lunar New Year break to play catch-up with gains in the rest of Asia this week. The Hang Seng Index rose 2.37%. Speaking after a ceremony for the first trading day in the Year of the Rabbit, the CEO of Hong Kong Exchanges and Clearing, Nicholas Agusin, said the number of initial public offerings had shown a strong recovery in the run-up to the Lunar New Year.
1: It was a tough first half last year, second half recovered you know, quite a bit. December was very, very strong, and then January, we've already in just the last the couple of, of weeks that we had before the Chinese New Year's, we saw 10 IPOs, and, and there's about 100 IPOs that are still waiting to be issued, so, so we, we, what we are hoping is that with the new uh, global environment, with a much more uh, healthy and optimistic view uh, around the reopening after um, COVID, this should generate quite a bit of um, enthusiasm. So it's, it, we, we, we're excited about what the f- uh, future
0: brings. Financial markets on the mainland remain closed. The U.S. Commerce Department said economic growth slowed to 2.1 percent in 2022 as activity eased in the final months of the year, while recession fears loom. The department said the full-year figure primarily reflected increases in consumer spending and other areas like exports. It added the world's biggest economy expanded at an annual rate of 2.9 percent in the October to December period. The Pakistani rupee has fallen a further 5% against the U.S. dollar, the latest depreciation since unofficial price controls were removed on Tuesday. Here's the BBC's Ambarasan Etirajan.
1: The move to remove the price cap on the rupee was part of Pakistan's efforts to unblock a bailout loan of $1.1 billion from the International Monetary Fund, which favors a market-based exchange rate. The Pakistani currency had already fallen by about 1% on Wednesday. There are concerns that the depreciation of the rupee could lead to further problems, including steep price rises due to an escalation of import costs. Pakistan desperately needs the IMF loan as its foreign currency reserves with the central bank have dropped to less than $5 billion, just enough for a month's imports.
0: Football now in the English Premier League. Leaders Arsenal face the reigning champions Manchester City in the fourth round of the FA Cup tomorrow night. The Arsenal boss, Mikel Arteta, spent three years at City as Pep Guardiola's assistant before taking the gunner's job. Arteta says he has a healthy rivalry with Guardiola, who remains a close friend
1: the move to remove the price cap on the roof.
0: I always hoped that that was going to be the case one day, and uh, and it's happening this season. Obviously, that's not going to change any friendship, the moments that we have, how important he is in my life, how important he is in my profession. But yet, we are both willing to win and, and defend our clubs the best possible way, and uh, that's always been the case since, since day one. Tennis now in arena. Sabalenka will face Elena Rybakina in the Australian Open final after overpowering unseated Magda, Magda Lynette in straight sets. Fifth seed, Sabalenka's maiden Grand Slam final appearance will be against the Wimbledon champion, who earlier beat Victoria Azarenka in straight sets. Sabalenka is the favourite to win the Australian Open despite never having won a Grand Slam semi-final in three previous attempts. Meanwhile, Novak Djokovic has won all nine of his Australian Open semi-finals and is aiming for his 22nd Grand Slam equaling Rafael Nadal's record. He faces American Tommy Paul in the semifinal tomorrow. Britain has condemned Olympic officials for paving the way for Russian and Belarusian athletes to compete as neutrals at next year's summer games in Paris. The British Prime Minister for Sport, Michelle Donelan, said the IOC was a world away from reality. And that's the news, sports, and weather from RTHK. RTHK
1: and a very good evening,
0: or perhaps it's good morning, wherever you are. More than welcome, of course, to enjoy twilight time Mondays to Fridays at eleven fifteen. Playing music from a bygone era to chill out and relax. To, if you'd like a song, it's radio pete at gmail. And the first one for you tonight's show is a hit from Jimmy Rogers. Together,
1: We wait to Still craving your kiss. How you crave
0: my kiss.
1: Now I'm longing.